Hello, and welcome to Final Show Films. I'm John, or Taku, as you might know me on Twitter, the executive producer here, and I just want to thank you for watching. It really means a lot to us that people watch, listen to, and enjoy our shows. If you want to help us keep making these shows as fun and lively as they can be, please join your fellow fans in supporting us at our Patreon page at patreon.com slash fsfilms, or by subscribing to our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash finalshowfilms. It really means a lot to us that the amount of you who do support us continue to do so, especially our $25 plus tier supporters on Patreon. Antitonic, Catwater Flame, Samantha Bates, Maureen Monty, and Gravity Alexander. Every little bit helps, so thank you to all of our patrons and subs. Check us out on Twitter at Final Show Films and on our website at www.finalshowfilms.com for updates, go live notifications, and more. We love interacting with you, so feel free to tweet at us or email us at finalshowfilms at gmail.com. That being said, please relax and enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to uh, Baldur's Gate Descent into Avernus. Uh, my name is Jeremy. I am going to be running uh, uh, this campaign in uh, uh, alternating fashion for our usual, uh, what we call our, 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 I call it late night. Everybody, every, everybody who's not me and Aaron probably calls it morning or afternoon because we're all over the place in the world. A uh, 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 game. Uh, be running it alternating with with with, with Corvus's Fortune Hunters, um, just because I got to send into Avernus and loved it so much. I took the time to write a, a fantastic, a glowing review, and was like, I really love this. It's fan fucking fantastic game. Anyway, or campaign. Um, anyways. I've been babbling on a while already, so we'll go ahead and introduce who's playing, and we will start with Navarin. Hi, uh, I'm Navarin, and I'll be playing uh, Lord Ransom, the human paladin. Which, by the, the way, is important. can I just say how much I love that name? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> because it has I so many implications. Um, <laughs> and Aaron? Oh, yeah. Hi, I'm Aaron. I'm playing Hydra Death F Gana Water Genasi Death Cleric. Now I want there to be a Death Genasi. Isn't there like a Life or Light Genasi in other no, editions? Maybe in other editions. That's entirely possible. Okay. There's allegedly um, a fifth one in some editions. But uh, a Death Genasi. I am, oh man. It's a hot uh, Genasi, obviously. So we know what's going to happen to my character eventually. <laughs> but for now. <laughs> All right. Yep. And Antitonic. Hi, I am Antitonic, and I am playing Flimp Plim, the gnome barbarian. Also a fantastic name. Well, Hydra's a fantastic name, too. Um, and, and Corvus? Hi, I'm Corvus. I am playing... Uh, Zandikos, the uh, tiefling monk. And thank you for saying that, because I was not quite sure how to pronounce that. Uh, which is fine. You should see some of the names that I've come up with. Um, <laughs> as long as I don't all start with an eh noise, we'll be fine. <laughs> hey, I didn't... You know what? I did not name 
these <laughs> characters. I did not name the Ebron ones either for the most part, but I did not name these characters. These characters are Forgotten Realms named characters, which means they will be far more ridiculous than anything I could possibly come up with. Um, and, and finally, Zagrog. Hi, I'm Zagrog, and I'm playing Talon Netherpeak, human wizard. Yes. So, uh, we are, before we actually get into the game itself, I wanted to, everybody's made their characters. Uh, everybody had sort of back, uh, fr from, uh, an idea of the character and what the characters, uh, how the character will, will, will be in game to, to some level of background. Um, but what I wanted to do in terms of like sort of a mini session zero is is talk a little bit about the game itself and and, and where it's going to take us if you have if you are not familiar with Descent into Avernus it's uh, uh, you'll get sort of an idea of where it's coming from if you know anything about D and D and its planar systems the term Descent into Avernus probably gives you an idea of where this campaign is going literally speaking um, but there is also one of the one of the great things about this about this particular adventure is that it establishes sort of a new shared background um, called a dark secret, and this is for for all the DMs who've ever tried to find. Okay, I've got this group. Everybody's created their character on their own, and we've got one person who's a hermit who lives out in the woods and somebody else who's an outlander who's just coming into the city. And there's also this noble. Um, and, and, like, all of these characters were very disparate. How to get them involved other than you end up in a bar and a fight starts. Um, this is the way to do it. So what, what Descent into Avernus does is it has... Uh, a dark secret. So it sort of fits in to the general idea of, of what Descent into Avernus is all about thematically. Um, Avernus, for those who aren't familiar, is is the first layer of the Nine Hells. Because D&D has decided that Satanic Panic is dead at last, so they can take adventures straight into, straight into literal hell. Um, and that's where the players will be eventually ending up. Uh, so along with that, there's a lot of a lot of themes of corruption and and redemption and the fact that you know some of the greatest some of the some of the most noble people can have their hands dirty and nobody is truly clean of anything. Um, which makes it appropriate that this said that this adventure starts off in Baldur's Gate, which is a, the, the most common description I've ever heard of it. Is it is the forgotten if Waterdeep is Forgotten Realms Metropolis, uh, Baldur's Gate is its Gotham City, where everything is a little bit yeah I. I it's not it's not an exact uh, 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 it's not an exact comparison. Um, that said, there is a background now where you can play Batman. Um, I want to point out that both of those things are more applicable to Bloodhaven. You're not wrong. 
Um, people just don't know what that is. People Sorry. just don't know what Bloodhaven is. It's a DC. It's 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 it's, it's the grittier sh- Gotham. Yeah, it's the shittier That's part. Basically, of all shittier sister city to Gotham. Um, but. So Baldur's Gate is a place where everything is sort of scummier. Everything, the corruption is far more rampant than than in uh, in Waterdeep. Um, everything is. It's a place where, like, you could see a group of individuals walking down the street that one of them is covered in blood and one of them has the head of one of their enemies tied to their belt. And, you know, they might be looked at askance, but nobody's going to automatically arrest them because that kind of thing might happen. Plus, there might be firefest. There might, yes, absolutely. They might be. Yes. Uh, Flaming Fist. Flaming Fist, sorry. Yes. So... (laughs) To give a little background on where this adventure starts. As this adventure starts, uh, Baldur's Gate is dealing with a refugee crisis. Um, Which I'm sure is going to draw a lot of assumptions from a lot of people on the basis of where this adventure started. But, um, and those are not going to get better. But, um... It's dealing with a refugee crisis because a neighboring city that is a rival to it of Elturel, um, which is the capital of uh, uh, Eltegard, I want to say is the name of the uh, of the country, um, is dealing Eltergard is a, is something has happened there. Nobody in Baldur's Gate is really sure what. All they know. Or if they do, there are a bunch of rumors flying around. But all what they do know is that it has driven a a um, a mass quantity of of displaced uh, Elturans to Baldur's Gate, and they're trying to get in. To make matters worse, one of the one of the key dukes of uh, of the the great duke of the city. Uh, um, whose name is, uh, God dang it, uh, Duke Elder Ravenguard, uh, Grand Duke Elder Ravenguard, had just traveled a uh, 10 day ago on a diplomatic mission to El Turl. So whatever is going on there, he hasn't come back. He is in charge of the Flaming Fist, which is a mercenary company who are one of the one of the police powers in Baldur's Gate. So you have this flood of refugees coming in. Uh, the Flaming Fist and the City Watch are trying to keep order, um, trying to keep a lot of the refugees out. Things are incredibly hectic at the walls, and nobody is particularly sure what is going on. And as you can imagine, with a very taxed, um, a very taxed uh, 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 law enforcement, that's allowed things to run a little bit rampant within the city, as if it's not bad enough already. When your your criminal organization is so wide-spanning and powerful that they don't even have a name, they're just called the Guild. 
Because there's no question of what guild you're talking about when you're saying the guild. It's not uh, it's not the Thieves Guild or the Assassin's Guild. It's all one guild. And they have a ridiculous amount of power and are really untouchable in a lot of ways. Um, so that is the situation as the campaign is going to start. But before we get to the campaign starting, we're going to go through the dark secret part of it. So to tie everybody together, like I said before, um, there is some dark secret that is shared by the entire party. Every single member of the party is entangled in it. Doesn't matter how new you are to the city areas. Doesn't matter how incorruptible your morals are, which with this group is not a problem. Hey, morals don't have to be good morals. I have morals. They're just not good. Uh, okay, fair. I'm just saying, without any prompting of myself, this group took on a particular alignment direction. Sam and, is trying to be better. And <laughs> it wasn't even like, at least not to my knowledge, a group decided upon thing. It's just characters started popping up with not good alignments. And I Not a lot of G's in there. Not a lot of G's, no. <laughs> but regardless, so everybody is part of this dark secret. Maybe you could just be a witness. You could be covering for something that a friend did. Or, as the, as the book puts it, maybe they're just deep in denial. Whatever the case, you're involved in it. And somebody in the city, somebody of a level of importance, <clears throat> knows about it and knows that you know. So... What I'm going to there 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 there's a few different parts of this. There's who knows. There is what is the dark secret. How is each person tied into it, and what are the consequences for it? So what I'm going to have to do is I'm going to the all of these are rollable charts. I'm going to roll. Who knows. And I'm going to let you guys pick sort of what eat what the general thing was. So we will start off finding out who knows, and you guys will know this in advance. So roll one d eight. So it is a four. So the person who knows about your dark secret is Amric Vanthamper. I probably got that last name mispronounced, even though I tried to pronounce, I tried practicing that a couple of times. It's a really frustrating last name. Amric Vanthamper uh, is the second son of Duke uh, Thalamra Vanthamper. These names, I swear to God. Um, and Amric is a very. Emmerich is the charming member of, 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 of the family. There, there, there are a few sons of the family. Uh, uh, Thalamra is a very influential person, obviously, being a duke of the city. Um, he is... He likes nothing better than sort of, sort of uh, just pleasantries over drinks. 
uh, he's definitely the one who uh, the member of of uh, Thalamra's uh, uh, brood, who's a little bit at least more pleasant to talk to. Perhaps not necessarily more pleasant to to deal with, because they all have sort of dark sides to them. But he is aware of whatever your guys' dark secret is. So you said he's the son of the duke. Of he's a the duke. second four, son right? of of the duke. Yes. Um, there's, there's four dukes, if I remember my yes. oldest gate stuff. And the currently the grand duke. Uh, 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 Raven, Ra- Raven, what's his name? Yeah, yeah. Raven Ultraguard is not in the city, so the remaining three are sort of jostling for position right now, um, and dealing with this crisis. So now we choose what exactly your your <clears throat> what exactly you all got wrapped up in, and you have four options to choose from. You could be part of a conspiracy you are part you are all that's left of a group that strove to change Baldur's gate and failed whether this is whether it's something like your rebels or your members of a union or some organization that was trying to make a fundamental change um and that effort was largely st- was pretty much stamped out and you're what's left <clears throat> the other option is the always popular murder. Somebody died. Somebody died illegally. You are all involved in some way. Again, whether you are a witness, whether it was somebody who was in the process of dying and you just Walter Whited it and just sat there and watched them die. Or you were a witness who was there just wrong place, wrong time, whatever the case may be. Um, Theft, the characters broke the law by stealing something valuable. Pretty self-explanatory. Or a failed coup. The characters tried to to, uh, scheme with others to seize power and failed. Revealing their ambition and treachery, it can be something as small as you are trying to gain control of a patriarch house. The patriarchs are the nobility of the city, or it could have been as much as you are trying to unseat the duke, uh, unseat a duke. You are trying to take control of the guild. You are trying to topple the flaming fist. You were trying to bring people in, you know, an invading group into the city, whatever the case may be. Those are your four options. Conspiracy, murder, theft, failed coup. Thoughts? Am I... Failed coup? <laughs> Any of those would work for me. Mm-hmm. I... Yeah. find a way from theft personally, but I don't have a strong investment in one over the other. Okay. So Zan's tr- Zan is trying to be good because he used to be a criminal, but I think and I, this wasn't in the background that I gave to Jeremy because I only thought of it, was that I think lately he's been working as a bodyguard because it's like, mm-hmm. he can punch people but he doesn't want to be bad. Right. So I think whatever it is he's kind of he wasn't aware that's what was happening but somebody hired him as like 
you, you, please come and guard me while I go and do some errands and whatever it is that this happened, happened, and he mm-hmm. was there. Okay. But I, but I, that kind of works out with any, any of them, so I'm happy to... But I, I don't think he would be, like, involved as, like, a planning right. criminal stuff, because that's explicitly what he's trying not to be doing, because he would have used to have done that. That's fair. So I mean, got, I'm... Go ahead. I'm on team murder. Murder seems the simplest option because it gives you a lot of different reasons to be in a situation where somebody is murdered, but everybody can have their own motivations for being fair, even if you're not literally killing them. Mm-hmm. I, I don't dislike murder. I think it works potentially very well. <laughs> it could work. And one sort of caveat there is that it is a bit of a weaker tie potentially for these specific characters. Mm. I like failed coup personally. I love the idea of it. I'm just trying to work out how we all get into I, that. There right? are a bunch of options. You do have a member of the nobility within your party. Mm-hmm. Well, that, yeah, that's like that's a, like that part is fairly easy because you put Lord Ransom as trying to like knock out one of a, a rival or something, mm-hmm. and then you have a mercenary hired in the form of uh, uh, Hydra because you, you said mercenary, right? He's a mercenary. Uh, technically mercenary veteran, but you know, yeah, right. Um, and I don't know very that much about unattached. I don't really know much about Flynn Portellan and. Like I said, I could, I could certainly, Alexan uh, could certainly have been there un- slightly unwittingly, but just being like, please guard the back door while we're doing this or something. Right. So, failed. I mean, we could have, you could murder somebody during a coup. Yeah. <laughs> so, failed coup. There are, di- so looking at that for a moment, we can move to one of the other ones if we, if, if we want. But, so they do have some options for details. Uh, and some of these might sound good to you. Some uh, might not. Um, uh, option one is, and again, there's a roll option for this. I'd rather you guys just choose because I rolling on hmm. some things are fun. Rolling on everything <laughs> is gets a little silly. Um, the options are the options that they have, and then of course you guys can come up with your entirely own. But your patriarch parents seemed like relics. Their days of leading the family and its business holdings were long past. With the help of their partners, you sought to seize your family's holdings, but you underestimated the cunning that comes with age. Number two, a patriarch offered you riches or something of value if you helped remove Do- uh, Duke Pillar- uh, Dillard Portier, Forgotten Realm's names, folks, from <laughs> power creating a vacancy on the Council of Four. Your plot to blackmail the Duke into retirement backfired when a rival of the treacherous Patriarch learned of the plot. Will you the Patriarch give you up to save themselves? Which that one could conceivably... Both of those could very easily conceivably work with with Amrick. Um, Number three, Nine Fingers Keen, who is the leader of the guild, uh, thinks she has the guild under her thumb, but various kingpins are plotting against her. The guild will descend into violence unless it has a strong leader. You knew that Nine Fingers wasn't going to step down willingly. Scaring her into retirement seemed like the only humane thing to do, but she refused to take the hint. Now she and the kingpins have it out for you. And finally, and this seems like the least likely for this group, because I feel like this group isn't going to care too much about this, 
The Flaming Fist is corrupt. You turned against your commanding officer, seeking to take the fist in a new direction. Now you're branded a traitor. I, th- I think t- for Talon, the uh, blackmail part, Talon would be in on the blackmail part. I mean, okay. so the last one isn't out of the question. It's just that those two clauses would be disconnected. Right. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Um, so, Jeremy. The, the flaming flesh is corrupt, and I would like to take advantage of that. <laughs> yes. A question on the topic of yeah. that, uh, just to clarify, with with this dark secret, it is possible that there were other people involved oh, in... Oh, 100%. Possible to likely that... So there could have been an idealistic coup and we were also there because... For sure. And at this point, one, one of the things, Amrick could have been involved and that could be how well, he I, knows. I was going to say, was like... insulated because of his family members, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. Or it could have been, you know, you guys got swept up in this in this coup. It got stamped out. Literally, everybody else is dead. That's who I was actually. That's who, what I was going to suggest if we went with murder was that it was actually Amrick that did that. Yeah, but like we were around for various reasons. Right. It's like that's why he's. I mean, I am with whichever option we choose. Inclined towards there being a lot of dead bodies, these of other people that were involved, because that suits mm. my backstory. Yep. Yeah, that works. <laughs> okay. But that's all I need. Okay. Um. So Zagrog said that 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 the retire the the the, the blackmail the blackmail sounds like blackmailing the duke sounded like a good idea. Yeah. Um, does anybody else have any 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 thoughts? I think for me, the blackmail's the only one that it sort of fits. Okay. What are all the options again? So, and again, you guys can come up with your your entire own. But there was trying to overthrow your parent, your patriarch parents. Yep. Trying to blackmail uh, Duke Porter into uh, into retirement, which failed miserably. Um, trying to scare Nine Fingers King out of out of her position as the head of the of the guild, or turn it against your commanding officer in the Flaming Fist. Okay, so uh, most of those work for me. Like the patriarch parents thing is probably fine. Uh, it's the the more in character for my character, but I, I'm not fussed either way. Okay. I yeah, like I said, I. I don't know if if Zam would be would be plotting anything for it, but he was. He could certainly people. He would could be around. I can right. I can find a place to fit him in. So I think all of those will. I, I mean, I'm not 100 percent on the. I don't think the flaming fist one is any. I don't as you as you said. I don't think anyone really has a lot of connection to the flaming fist. I so, mean, or more like the corruption. We don't care if they corrupt. But yeah, like the other ones, I don't know. I, what do we, what was, Fli, what is Flimp? Let's just go with one. Well, Auntie, really quick, what Aaron, the- you had something that you were going to say. I was oh, sorry. saying that the mercenary veteran thing means I'm familiar with like how some oh, right, right. the mercenary right. outfits in the city. From what I understand, the Flaming Fist doesn't necessarily try and stomp out the existence of other mercenaries no. or 
like their competition or something. So that's not an impossible leap for it to be my character that has that more direct connection, but it doesn't sound like that's a route we want to go. Right. Yeah. I, so Auntie, you seem to be the only, the one who has the most trouble fitting these premises to your character. So let's hear a little more about Flimp and what might work better for Flip. Uh, only because I I don't see her as being a Baldur's Gate citizen, mm-hmm. more of like a like a traveler, that sort of a, I guess a monster hunter. What was what class was Flip again? A uh, barbarian. Right. So it's just like I I could make the blackmail work. I think the others I are a little bit more involved, I believe, with within Baldur's Gate, which I, I guess is the point. Uh, I mean, mur- murder works for yeah, everybody, it, it, right? That sounds kind of like that's the premise of the game, is that this is something that's caught up in the city enough to sort of trap the characters in the mm. Yeah. Plot. And to be fair, like, when we get to... Once, once we figure out exactly what the... what what the details are there are a bunch of different roles that you could have which could be everything from like failed coup it's everything from the facilitator to the beneficiary the voyeur you could have prevented it from happening and the fact that you didn't do anything makes you culpable in the eyes of the law the patsy you were tricked (laughs) into helping (laughs) um uh, uh, the traitor, somebody who was like, all right, here's my chance to really make the, you know, to really, there's somebody within this, with, not within the party, but like somebody within this coup who I, I, I want to see fall. This is my opportunity to stab him in the back but while this is going down. It sounds like there's a lot of way uh, that, that no matter what our characters are, they can sort of fit into anything. So I guess it's yeah. just a more matter of maybe forget about the characters for the moment and just go, which of these is the most interesting story yeah. to be involved in? Which one would be most fun for you guys? Um, I, th- I think the blackmail one, like what, the fail coup via blackmail okay. seems seems interesting. That's cool. I There's personally a lot of- also like that one a lot because it feels like it fits very naturally with the person who knows. Yep. Given that there's already a... It doesn't necessarily have to be the same guy, but that similarly positioned noble, Arnik yeah. von Srothtuff. <laughs> Amrik. That's van my Thimper. dyslexia misinterpreting yeah. the name. Amrik yeah. van Thamper. Yeah, and it seems like that makes a lot of sense for Amrik to be involved. Yes, with absolutely. Him. And he, and yeah. Amrik, for a little bit of background on him, he is a money lender. So he is in a position to know things. Mm. So he might not have been directly involved. He might have been somebody who you, who somebody within the coup, not even one of you, one, probably not one of you, actually. Somebody else who's now no longer among the living because they got hung or something, um, went to for financing to help get this coup across. But Amrick got a list of names at that point. 
Yeah. So, yeah. so Phil Koo sounds like something that everybody's on board with. Cool. And blackmailing, blackmailing, trying to blackmail one of the Dukes out of their position. You guys hmm. shot high and actually ended up aiming for your foot. <laughs> um, awesome. So I am going to actually write this one down because that's important. Either lo- uh, we As either write locked down, out. I mean copy and paste. Either locked out into an exit strategy or successful, successfully executed one, whichever. <laughs> yep. So the next part, and this is up to you guys. I imagine you, you'll want to pick, but you can roll what your role was in the coup. I think I think I want to pick mine. Okay. I think I, picking, I think, generally makes it easier to fit it to your character. Rolling yeah, is just, just can, fun. Can, can I, for fun, roll and then pick anyway? Sure. <laughs> I would say that I'm inclined to roll because a large part of Hydra's character is that he will nod and go along with whatever people say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're um, going to want to pick uh, anyways, Auntie, because you just rolled a one, which is facilitator. You wouldn't benefit directly from the new power structure, but you'd benefit enough. Um, so it's very possible that Hydra could have had any of those roles by the function of being close to For someone. For sure, yeah. So D6? D6. You know what? Actually, like looking at the thing, because I did bring it up just to double check the, right. the working on things, uh, promised you riches or something else of value. And it's like, you would benefit enough. It's like, well, I mean, that kind of fits. Yeah. No, that works. Uh, and a five. Hydra, you're the Patsy. <laughs> I mean, I feel like a yes ander fits the role of Patsy just as well as, yep. you know. Can be. Yep. What are the other options? So I mean, number options, one would probably fit talent, but beneficiary. This I think is that's your me. chance for glory, your chance to rise above them all. I think that oh. really fits ransom. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that's me. Like, because I imagine, and there are a bunch of noble family houses. If I don't know if you've looked through those, those are in the gazetteer. You could pick one to be associated, or you could just be an entirely not listed in any of those house that you're from uh yeah i'll pick, um, I'll pick one. i haven't looked at those but i will pick yeah. one but <laughs> i'm guessing you are not like the the scion of the house the person about to take over necessarily um or maybe you were um and this is like mm-hmm. do it for the good of the family or this is my chance to like break out from the fi- like this is classic Game of Thrones stuff. So, in terms of like power plays, um, so there's any number of options that you could do for that. Um, so we've got we've got the facilitator, we've got the beneficiary, we've got the patsy. It was a voyeur. I there is a voyeur. You guess. should have prevented the power grab from happening. Your inaction makes you culpable. I think. Okay, so. As long as this was happening outside of the upper city, because mm-hmm. otherwise I don't think Zam would have any would be there. Right. Um, like maybe he was one of like the maybe okay maybe the Duke was sort of slumming it 
for whatever reason, mm-hmm. right? And so Zan's like a sort of low uh, on the down low bodyguard of like, yeah, yeah, we'll provide one of several people will provide sort of a bit of muscle to not draw attention of like an entire company of armed guards because he's mostly unarmed and failed to be the bodyguard but didn't die. Right. Right. And he's like, oh, and also the guy got a, like, because he, he survived, right? The, the, the Duke. Oh, yeah. sorry, it was blackmail. It's not murder anyway. It's blackmail um, anyways. But so I'm a little think, background I'm just on. I'm trying to think of the exact position he would have, Sam would have been in. But. A little background on Duke Dillard. His first name, Duke Porter. Um, Dillard Porter? Dillard Porter. Okay. So Dillard Porter is not one of the most popular dukes in the city. Uh, He used to be a very respected businessman. He had a bunch of deals go really bad and pulled back on them. And now he pretty much uses what time he has to (coughs) enjoy the the comfort of his mass beneficiary uh, being a mass beneficiary of the rampant and sky high wealth inequality that exists within Baldur's Gate. Um, he still has a, a, a fair amount of power in terms of politics. He lives alone in his manor. He has outlived his two wives and his three sons. <laughs> and he, oh, he, 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 tra- so his niece, uh, Liara Porter commands a, a flaming fist outpost on Chult. Um, he generally goes out of his way to avoid stress. He, he He's not the most politically savvy people person. He's fairly spineless. He, 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 he will he's particularly known for being that person who during the during the the council meeting is li- you know listening expressing concern thoughts and prayers all that nonsense and then doesn't really do anything so the citizenry does not like him okay well okay so how would what what would the blackmail be do we think like what is actually like because Sounds like not actually killing him because it sounds like he also right. doesn't get out much to kill him. But trying to get some kind of dirt on him to be like, you should leave, the, you should retire. What would that be? I wonder. Because that and that's, would these characters know directly what it was, or just that? Yeah, like we were in various ways, right? Helping it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, 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 we don't need to know what the actual information is, but it's like, what sort of thing would it have been? Where would we all have been around? Right. At that, because again, I'm just trying to like lower city type person. How do I get involved in upper city business necessarily? Unless it's like somebody who works for him, who like trying to get info on like a deal that he's doing. Like one of his aides or something is mm-hmm. so a potential way we could deal. bring you in, Corvus, is if we had <clears throat> just like straight up, um, you were his bodyguard, and we like paid like paid you off or whatever to look the other. Like, yeah, you know, okay. You out the way. That could work. That's yeah. a that's a pretty good one. Like I mean, 
Like really I said, quick. I don't know if it would be necessarily his, but it would definitely like like his aide or somebody who's like doing right. a deal for him or doing something dodgy on his behalf, right? So you get like an aide who's like, go down to the lower city, bribe this construction working company, whatever, to not build the thing that you're supposed to be building so that I can buy up land and blah, blah, blah. That sort of real estate <laughs> Superman 2 nonsense. Or Superman 1, 2, I don't know. I haven't seen those fucking forever. Um and yeah, and I could just be, I could be the guard for that guy. And it's like, yep, you tell me to look the other way and I do. And then he gets, you get grab him, but then that doesn't work for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Hence the failed coup. But I still should have been there stopping it in the first place. Right. So really quick, because we've got kind of everybody's roles except for Talon. Mm-hmm. So, and we could double up on some of it. We could double up on this. I was about like, to There ask. could be... <coughs> Do you be the knowing what I know of Talon, I don't think Talon is the patsy kind. Uh-huh. But, like... I was thinking of the facilitator. Facilitator would be a definite one. Talon could definitely be... Because uh, the, the two that haven't been picked yet mm-hmm. are opportunist... Ooh. You saw an open. You saw an opening create, like for yes. example, created by the situation. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's probably even more saw, descriptive. Or even better, you saw the opening of okay, this is where we can. This is where we can corner him with the blackmail, or whatever the case may be, and provided it to the provided to the group of conspirators. Mm. That's an opportunity. That's a possibility. Simply, hey, I've caught wind of this coup. This is an opportunity for me to take advantage of something. Yes. Also works. And the other one is traitor. You had been looking for your chance to... You could could have been in uh, the Duke's employ. Hmm. Um, And you were the... This was your chance to... Whatever reason you didn't like him, or he pissed you off, or something like that, and you're like, "Here's my opportunity to get my revenge over imagined slight or real slight." Hmm. Both are possible, certainly. Hmm. And I think what because. Depending on those, you, that could, especially if we go with uh, 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 Corvus, like the bodyguard thing, you two would probably be aware of each other. Hmm. I I really like, by the way, I like the I, uh, Navarro's like me being paid off. It, it yeah. The temptation thing mm. very much fits into what I was cool mm. doing with the character, so I like that. I, I will just poke in again and remind people that I have a vested interest in there being a decent number of people who died in this attempt. Yeah. But that's whatever we do. I, that's just my. There's probably some like <clears throat> I suspect the situation with Corvus's character is not one that directly results in bodies, but that doesn't mean there wasn't another situation which did. Yep. I mean, the easy way <clears throat> to do the bodies thing is. When you guys, because the big problem with the Duke is getting him out of his safe zone. 
So like I said, if there was a get him out somewhere and then, you know, you try to pull the classic like Ocean's Eleven type heist, except for the heist is a person. So you can then intimidate them and blackmail them, except for, oh, shit. He had a bunch of people that you guys didn't realize were going to be there. And most of your conspirators are dead. I mean, it's like you do the thing. And, and like, that especially works if it's like, let's go shove this guy into yeah. the most suspicious place. Yeah. Yeah. If you guys are like trying to set him up for something where he would, yeah. he would have the blackmail material. Cause like, yeah, I think for Patsy, one way it could work is given like Hydra does not live in particularly nice conditions. He does have a mercenary background, probably drinks with other people who do work, might be involved in the conspiracy. Like, this is a guy we can get to agree to do basically anything. Yep. Pretty easy to put him in. And that doesn't necessarily have to be the act of any of the characters in the game, but the broader conspiracy. And then, like, that place is covered in bodies because, you know, things didn't go well. Right. Sorry. That's my, yeah. I think I'll pick the opportunist. Although okay. I admit the uh, traitor is not is might also fit. Well, I believe we have a a. I mean, the specific role also doesn't matter, right? It's been like you think of what your character actually did. These are all just I think just mostly supposed to be suggestions for like you pretty hero much roles. So pretty if you've got a if you've got one that's like oh it's kind of one or kind of the other. If you've got a, an idea for what your character did, yeah, right? just like. If it doesn't quite fit one of those categories, it's not the traitor part would would fit if there if the uh, employee was providing uh, Talon sufficient benefits, and I'm not sure. Uh, while while Talon has can exhibit some patience, I think he he might be more impetuous than that and be more uh, thinking a little more short term. So the opportunist is in that regard more likely. <clears throat> okay. Um, and Auntie, you had a suggestion for perhaps not facilitator, right? Uh, I guess it depends on how that is getting flavored. It could go how, I mean, it could go however you want it, to be honest. Um... I can definitely see that working. Uh, I think maybe then just sticking with facilitator. Sticking with facilitator. Okay. Um, so it sounds like we're going towards like, so uh, trying to get the Duke into a situation where he ends up compromised. Mm. Um, that Lord Ransom was going to benefit from. So I could see where Ransom ended up get, uh, 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 getting get, learning of uh, 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 Talon's likely position 
probably somewhere somewhere close to the Duke. Hmm. Where you were taking the opportunity, you know, you were taking the chance to uh, 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 get advantage of the situation. You saw where there was an opening. Hmm. So you guys might know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's also yeah. It also at the very least it's. Uh, uh, if Talon gets out, Talon and some others get out out of the attempt alive, then uh, it leaves an impression of uh, like it might leave Talon with some useful connections at least. Yes, for sure. Um, Talon then was aware of knowing somewhat the inner workings of this bodyguard who would not be a woo who, who if the bodyguard wasn't there that leaves a weakness um flimp is brought in as as the facilitator to i'm thinking for the escort of uh, of the duke themselves Maybe uh, the per like the person a, uh, a a fake person who has like some business or, or deal is like hey yeah. come meet this this fancy out of towner mm -hmm. who wants to come in mm. and spend all of his money her money sorry on in your in, in investing in your stuff right come meet her and it turns <clears throat> out it's all you know we're trying to trap him or something not we you know right. That, trying to it's a setup yep antique flimps your character uh, yes. thoughts on how does yeah how does that sound i i think more the like an escort for someone else maybe yeah. i guess if uh, maybe hydra i don't know that could work or even or even a person who we've yet to name who dies yeah yeah <laughs> um and yes, I don't think she could pull fancy off too well. No, fair no, that, that is also very fair. Um, you could have been part of the attack crew who is going to be there to take out the take out the few bodyguards that were left. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd buy that. Okay. Um, and actually, if if Hydra's the pantsy. Hydra would probably be the person that was that the Duke was meeting with. Mm. That could work, yeah. Because that's going to um, be the definition of a patsy. Yeah. The public face of the person that we're going to push all the blame off onto. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and there's plenty of reasons why that meeting could have been arranged yeah. from the various perspectives involved. Yep. So... Mm. That that showed up. Um, probably somebody arranged to get Flimp like positioned as like like a, a, a group of people who were there with Hydra. Hmm. It's like you know guards because you want to show when you're meeting with the Duke. You're meeting with the leader of the city, and Hydra's in all of the the. Duke shows up, all of a sudden, all of your so-called bodyguards try to attack, leaving you like, what the fuck is going on? 
I like this because my character now has a charisma of six. Yep. <laughs> I like, or like, it could be like there was a few less bodyguards, but then like Zan is being paid off to not guard the door. And so more right. guys come in the back. Right. So, so it's an ambush. But yep. it turns out the Duke has more guards hidden away himself as well. Oh, no. Because he's so the paranoid and gets was, away. The Duke being paranoid as he was, the, 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 they didn't realize that the people that, that he brought, nobody even thought about this because nobody sees the Duke out very much unless it's like at, at council meetings. So they don't see who his bodyguards are. He had hired a group of extremely elite fighters and like I, elite adventurers who just like fucking curb stomped. I, I like the idea we're this... like level one scrubs. And yeah. Then, like... I like that. This is in like a, a public place, like yeah. a restaurant or something. And it turns out all of the other patrons <laughs> work for him. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe all of the other patrons don't work for him, but all of the other patrons work for, um, then, I'm never going to Amric work for Amric's sort of interest in this. Yes. Yeah. So maybe he he gets. If we're saying that he had a few elite guards and that's how he succeeded, right? Amric's interest in that could have been supplemented by. So yeah, maybe Amric helped him out. Hooking him up with a, a crew of. Okay, like, I, Amric, I'm losing I think, track because it seems like we're saying one thing and then going back on. Amric, it. I uh, see as as uh, I'll throw my input on this one and being the NPC. Amric, I see as someone who is perfectly willing to play both sides of the situation. Mm-hmm. Like he would be happy to provide some information on the Duke. Etc. Etc. When he's going to be available, when 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 a good time, he might have facilitated the facilitated the getting word to him of a meeting that 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 could happen. Um. So like someone on our side was like, "Hey, when would a good place yeah. to meet and whatever?" And he's like, "Oh, this would work out well for you." And then like arranges to have his own guys there to. Yep. To decide to pick which side he thinks is actually beneficial and help them for sure. And he was going to he was going to wait it out and see who came out the better for it. And it works out either way for him because one side owes him a debt, the other side he has information over now. (laughs) Yeah, I think that that like potentially differentiates the duke from amrick a little more yes no it absolutely does <clears throat> so yeah so at this big at this big attempted um abduction uh it sounds like probably flimp and hydra were there probably probably the only ones there well and 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 probably um I'm sorry, Zan. I'm gonna, Zan yes, yeah. probably Zan. Um, just in terms of Zan, was like the person who's like, "All right, you should leave right about now." 
ha ha, we're going to have one less fighter to deal with. Um, or like, yeah, he's like the guy on the back door, and then so like a couple yeah. more of Hydra and, and Flimp's crew can sneak in because he's conveniently looking the other way. Quote unquote, turns out Hydra's crew. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like the quote marks are implied. I mean, yep. it's it's Ransom's it's Ransom's crew, isn't it? or uh, Ransom's. Yeah. Ran- and so this this is all uh, this is all planned by Ransom, or or I it- actually see this as something that I um. Personally, I see it as something organized by someone else in my house with mm-hmm. the express with the express purpose of putting me in that position of power. I can um, see that. Uh, I think that gives me more like license to play the kind of like um, persecuted. Uh, sort of... You know, you 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 failed me, kind of. Um... Right. Okay. No, for sure. <clears throat> It's not that he's against that. It's that this time he was like, "Well, you know, you, you go ahead and do this, and then if it works, it works." <laughs> right. If you're if you're going to um if you're going to have conspiracies on my behalf, at least give me the courtesy of not fucking them up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So 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 ransom wasn't it wasn't direct wasn't there. I think Talon probably wasn't there. Either. I think so. I think um, if I had have been like in charge, I would have insisted on being there. So right. that, yeah, that probably works. That's on, fair. Yeah. Um, so, but you guys aren't away scot-free because there is the second son of a duke who is aware that you are both involved. And you all yes. kind of, after this, after everybody's sort of licking your rooms, because this probably would have been like two or three months ago that this happened. Um. Uh, well, you guys were licking the wounds. Like you guys all got sort of a sort of became aware of that uh, of sort of each other's presence that everybody was involved. Um, and you guys know that you have this you have this secret of my. You could easily screw each other over by you know telling obviously. Go up to a random flaming fist mercenary and be like, "Hey, I know who I know who tried to overthrow the overthrow the duke, but that just screws you over." Um, cool. So we've got that set, and that being the case, um, well, before we before we actually jump in and get started with the with the with the the first session itself is there any questions that anybody has yes so this is potentially entirely up to the gm Mm -hmm. how in the context of like this coup attempt thing happened right how late in that process is it acceptable for the cleric to become officially a cleric probably would it be reasonable for me not to actually have any magic until past the backstory before the yeah start oh yeah for sure cool oh, absolutely um all right that doesn't necessarily impact this session no but. but that 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 that's a good point and that you know absolutely and oh that is the 
that actually reminds me of something because this is something that I did not go over before we got started. So I know that not everybody is entirely has done a lot of playing in Forgotten Realms. Even if you're not a cleric, it is probably pretty important that your PC have a god that they worship. Mm-hmm. And my thought is I have I was worshiping the same yes. god. You know, it's for just, sure. Yeah. There's a reason for this, and this is very specific mm-hmm. to Pharaoh. And I pro- I apologize, I probably should have brought this up beforehand, but in Faroon mortals have a much stronger connection to their deities than in other 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 uh, uh, material planes. To the point that if you do if you do not have a god that you worship, when you die, you go into the Great Wall. In the afterlife, there is a wall that separates the all of the individual places, all of the individual gods, you know, realms where their their devout go when they die. From like the, it's sort of like the entryway in. And if you don't worship a god, you become a brick in that wall, literally. Forced to listen to Pink Floyd for the rest of your life. I mean, that's not a bad. Yeah, that's the problem. Is not really because that's not a punishment. <laughs> My regular um, weekend. What? I I okay. So I didn't actually. I didn't think of it. So I have to kind of come up with one because also because Suzanne is a monk, which is sort of a yeah, the sort of religious spiritual right. thing, but without the actual right. specifics. So I need one. What would be an appropriate... Okay, is there a list of, like, of Forgotten Realms there is. deities? It's huge. I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna... Like, it's okay. fucking huge. Then I will, then I will trust What kind of deity are you looking the, for? The, the parties thing. Um, probably the same one he had since he was a kid, right. when he would have been growing up as, A, a tiefling, and so if there's any tiefling specific type... Well, like ones that are particularly important to tieflings. We call those devils and demons. Mm, yeah, <laughs> that's no, that's not a bad sort of thing because he's also a criminal and the sort of a thief and a bit of a thug at the time, or he yeah. was. So, I guess something along those lines. If there's anything that you can mask would be a mask is the Ooh, most obvious one. choice. Mask is the god of thieves. Mask is very much. He's the god of thieves. He's the god of intrigue, um, shadows. He is, he's a really fun deity. Um, he, he very much tends to get caught up in his own, his own intrigues from time to time. It doesn't always work out for him well. It killed him for a while, but it's okay. He got better. He became a sword and then he got better. Um, he became a sword for for the new god of evil, and then yeah, it was a whole thing. Anyways, but uh, uh, yeah, okay. Mask would that, probably be a pretty good choice. That's okay. Yes, okay. I like that. I'll go with mask. Uh, Navar and I know you already have yours chosen, which Good is night. Red Knight. <clears throat> um, Aaron, you've got yours, which is uh. Null unless GM Vito wants the backstory. No, no. Goes. Null's perfect. Okay. 
Like, I, I will not veto any particular god unless you're like, I'm lawful good, and I worship Cyric. I'm true neutral, and yeah. I worship that's a totally fine. evil that's fine. deity of neutrality. Yeah. Like, only if, like, it completely makes absolutely no mm-hmm. sense. I I worship Oral because I like to burn things. Oral is the Also, God I can change my alignment. Yeah. Um, uh, Zegrug, do you have any thoughts? Oh, uh, I, this did not, not come as, as news to me, having played this thing, but yeah. I forgot. So I di- didn't. It's probably something, uh, like... Probably close to more, definitely something close to my alignment. Okay, uh, so that would be. We will just say for now that is not a good alignment nor a neutral alignment. Yes. Um, your options are are plentiful. Um, I would say, let me. Uh, the 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 Wikipedia entry lists a lot of gods that are not necessarily as viable now because it just lists everybody, including the ones that are dead. Um. <laughs> there is a list in the back of the player's handbook for this. Oh, right. you, you could explicitly worship some dead gods. There are three you of could. them that are especially important. Oh, you absolutely could. Um, the Feronian deities that are evil. Um, we have... Because uh, there, there is also a section in the... In the uh, Baldur's Gate book about yep. Baldur's Gate uh, particular. Um, there is oral is probably not 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 your thing. Winter, you're very much a fire person, uh, I believe. Uh, about that, uh, one one thing, uh, the he's not he doesn't have a particular thing that was just well, it's earlier on. Uh, in fact, relating to that, I I decided I uh, take Prodigy. I might. Still take Elemental Adept later. Oh, but okay. I'm okay, uh, going fair. with Prodigy for first of what a variant human feet. Um, and so regarding then... that, I haven't let, yet found the uh, tool proficiency, but I took uh, Persuasion <laughs> proficiency, expertise in deception, and uh, and uh, now I have not only Infernal but also Abyssal as a language. Okay. Um, Bishaba could be fun. Bishaba uh, is the goddess Bishab- of Yeah, that's a it's possible, although I'm not sh- sure about uh, Talon's uh, how Talon re- disregard uh, regards uh, uh, luck as a thing. Okay, <laughs> but it's a, it's an option. Um, Cyric is always popular. Um, uh, there is. I recognize uh, the name, but Cyric is the god. He used to be the god of like everything evil. Like yeah. literally, like like death and murder and like lies and thievery, because he killed a uh-huh. bunch of gods and took their portfolios. He was immortal. Uh-huh. Eventually, he lost most of those. A lot of them to the gods coming back from the dead, and now he is essentially the god of lies. Um, there is uh, Malar, the god of the hunt, would be an interesting one for you, based on. What I know of your uh, of of Talon's sort of <laughs> philosophy, as you had described hmm. it to me. Hmm. Yeah, that's some of it. Um, I was also looking to look at uh, Talos. Talos and Cyric are definitely seem interesting. Talos would be a really good one. 
uh, uh, Talona, eh. uh, Umberly, eh. uh, Char. Char is always real popular too. The goddess of darkness Ooh. and loss and mm. shadow. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I'll let you think on those a little yeah. bit. Uh, Flimp, had you thought of any options? Yeah, I'm torn between Gull Glitter Gold and Gerdle Iron Hand. Ah, uh, you went to the gnome deities, damn you. I, I mean, mean it makes sense you're a gnome. Yeah. Um, a girl, and who was the other one? Uh, Gerdle Iron Hand. Do gnomes in this setting have that thing where they, um, like, get old if they get bored or, or something? Not that I'm aware of. That's like, not in the player's handbook. It might be a Feyrun <laughs> thing, but... Okay. I, I was kind of worried that was going to be that gnomes have that thing where they explode if they're not drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Just, oh, oh, no. Oh, I'm sure that shouldn't be a problem. <laughs> Um uh, and girdle iron. Okay, okay. No, I can see, I can see both of those potentially working. Protection or vigilance or, yeah. General over god. Yep, yep. In fact, I could definitely see girdle working. Yeah, I I think I'll go with that one. Okay, cool. Um. Zagrog, in the five seconds we've given you, have you came uh, to a decision? Actually, I I think I'll go with Cyric. Okay, perfect. I have never had a worshipper of Cyric PC in any game I've run. Oh, neat. So I'm so excited. Um, all right, perfect. So you guys have your have have your deities. So you guys will not end up as as, as bricks in the Great Wall of the Dead. Um, unless, you know, unless your god dies in the middle of this campaign and you don't switch over. Because let me tell you, that happened once. Um, not in one of my games, like in canon. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think my favorite thing that ever happened in Forgotten Worlds canon was the point of panic when, uh, 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 Varun died who is the 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 drow god of uh, uh, thieves and uh, basically the drow god of 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 male resistance to loth and when Verun died in in forgotten realms when somebody dies somebody some other deity typically takes over their portfolio and priests all of a sudden become priests of that person because that's where their divine power comes from. So a bunch of Varunians suddenly realized that their magic was coming from fucking Elastray, who is the chaotic good outcast from the Drow Pantheon because she's the good one who stuck with the Seldarine. And all of a sudden their magic started having moonlight effects and things like that. And a lot of them killed themselves in panic and religious crisis. I like that. I will say I, I do enjoy that Feyrun actually has racially specific ones, but it puts you in a really awkward position yeah. if you're like a water genasi and there's literally one deity who's not even 
technically actually connected to your race? Yep. No. With 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 like Genasi, you pretty much have to choose the generic ones and say like uh Umberly or Talos or uh maybe or Chantea. Genasi yeah. are born in other societies, yes. so could yep. end up with an elven day. I mean but... apropos of nothing, I I like that my god resides in Bitopia. <laughs> Is that a real thing, or did you just decide that's going to? No, be- I, I'm looking at the wiki. Who did you say you? Who did you pick? Um, Girdle Ironhand, the gnome deity of protection, vigilance, and combat. Yeah. Bytopia, known as the Twin Paradises, or more fully, <laughs> the Twin Paradises of Bytopia. I did not even realize this was the thing, and I love everything about this. Yeah, I, I feel like whoever on the D&D team wrote this is like, the straight people won't notice. Screw it, Vernus, let's go there. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, it is one of a number of alignment-based outer planes that form the standard Dungeons & Dragons cosmology. Uh, blah. Now, it is spelled B-Y-topia. Oh. <clears throat> Why? Because. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> So, I believe we have everything, unless, like I said, unless anybody has any last question before we get started, we should have enough. We should have enough time to get yeah. you through, like a little bit of the, a little bit of the opening, and get you sort of into the city a little bit. Uh. I don't know why I'm looking at this on my iPad because I have it in. I have like seven different places where I have this book now. <laughs> um, just to, I, to clarify, what was um, Talon's role in the conspiracy again? Uh, I think Talon was on uh, the Duke Porter's employ in some position and uh, thus were, had uh, good. Uh, sees an opportunity uh, of pointing it. Hey, there is a uh, there is this kind of vulnerability right. that could be used. Right. Okay. Cool. Talon yeah. probably actually was the person who was like, "Hey, I know there's this tiefling monk who we could probably pay off to <laughs> open the door." Mm. Like, you guys probably yeah. know each other specifically. Okay. Cool. Okay. I could also, well, actually, I had thought because uh, I had figured Talon was a kind of a mercenary type, although that might not be true now that it's been established that I was in some employee. Oh, well, maybe not. You could have been I a mercenary, could have been a temporary yeah. employee. Yes, uh, but it's considering like my also oh, uh, no Hydra. Yeah. Yeah, you also could have arranged that as well. Yeah. Is like uh, would probably hang out in similar circles. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. Hydra. If you hang out in mercenary esque places, I'm pretty sure Talon uh, would. Yeah. Yeah. So Talon yeah, is pr- probably like the connection. Actually, Talon's probably the connection between just about everybody. Yeah. So Talon is the reason that all of these pieces align this way instead of a different way. In yes. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Not sort of the originator of the plot, but the person no. who was like, 
I see all these pieces. Let me try and put mm. them together for you, Lord Ransom. Or not Lord Ransom, but Lord Ransom's older brother, or... Who, is Ransom a last name? Or first name? Sorry. I think it's a last name. name. I think it's a last name. Okay. Um, I'm not certain if it's the familial name yet or not, Um, but I'm just going to assume for the moment that it is. Lord Ransom... Other the Lord name that you're going by now that you've uh, that your coup that was done in your name kind of backfired against you. Mm. Yeah, that's but the, the that, Lord is that, important. So the that's Lord the, is that, important. Yeah. It's that's that's the part that matters. <laughs> so I'm told by people who come by my door. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So and just Obviously, this is a D&D adventure, so you're going to have to deal with box text. <laughs> it's pretty good box text, to be fair. I like, like box I, text. Like, I... I uh, some, of, text. some of D&D's, like, some of the 5th edition adventures ha- are, are very, I think, Curses Strahd, because it's very stylistic in a certain manner, comes across very stilted. This stuff is actually really, really well written for the most part. Um, so, as uh, as we open up in the in 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 the city, welcome to Baldur's Gate, a veritable nest of rats and vipers clinging to the rocky shores overlooking the Chianthar River. From their high perches in the upper city, the local nobles, known as patriarchs gazed down with veiled contempt upon the common rabble in the grimy lower city, which hugs the foggy harbor. The whole of Baldur's Gate reeks of blood, crime, and opportunity. One can usually fathom, or easily easily fathom, why pirates and traitors are drawn to this place like flies to a carcass. Following the river further east would eventually lead you to Elteral, capital of the holy holy land of Eltergard, or at least that was the case until a few days ago. The flood of refugees from Elturel has gotten worse since news first arrived that the city has fallen. Everyone is saying that Baldur's Gate is next, but no one truly knows who or what has claimed Elturel. The patriarchs pay, uh, pay a mercenary company called the Flaming Fist to protect their interests in Baldur's Gate and, by extension, the city itself. The Flaming Fist has gained even more power since their charismatic leader, Alder Ravenguard, claimed the title of Grand Duke a few years ago. Apparently, Ravenguard is missing. In his absence, the Flaming Fist has sealed the city's gates to staunch the flow of refugees. No one is allowed in or out. All of this was brought to your attention shortly after you were all drafted by the Flaming Fist to help defend the city. Your orders are to speak to Ca- uh, Captain Zodge at the Basilisk Gate. Oh, right. I love these names. Right. Don't worry. <clears throat> you will not have to kneel before Zodge. Um, <laughs> uh, your orders are to speak to Captain Zodge at the Basilisk Gate which pierces the city's eastern wall and takes its name from the various statues that rest in its niches and perch atop its battlements. 
Unseen beyond the sealed basilisk gate, a dirt road stretches through the outer city slums to the bridge known as Worms Crossing, <clears throat> then to the distant realms beyond. As you guys, uh, as as the group of you are are, are variously approaching, um, dozens of flaming fist soldiers are trying to control an angry mob of commoners that are eager to leave the city. Armed with only a vague description of Captain Zodge, which is a tall man with black hair and a leather eye patch, it takes you a while to find him. Uh, a fight breaks out between soldiers and commoners, and finally you spot the one-eyed captain as he is wading into the fray and just beginning to throw punches left and right. It's just another day in the city of blood. And if it's not clear, that's where the box text ends, because that is a totally ending box text line. <laughs> so... While this is going on, you guys are sort of coming up. You see Captain Zod, which like I said, he's a fairly tall guy. He, he's he got sort of long, dark hair, uh, eye patch. He is wielding. Um, and you see, you see the, a lot of these around, which is the, um, uh, uh, the badges of, and you're familiar with them anyways, the badges of the Flaming Fist which is a, a, a sort of a crest of arms with a, a, a sort of an orange and blue coloring with a symbol that is literally a fist that's on fire in the center. Um, you see him, he's just going in and, and, and sort of knocking heads around of, of, of commoners and, and people who are either largely trying to get get out of the city because it's the city's kind of kind of rough right now um why don't we have you guys all because the one thing that we have not done uh, everybody sort of sort of knows a little bit about your characters but we don't know what you look like yet so we will let's go ahead and start with um let's go ahead and start with flimp So, Flint being a gnome is about three foot nothing. Mm -hmm. uh, just a scraggly mess of like a dark brownie, blondie sort of hair. Missing her left ear and some scratches and scars on that side of her face as well. Um, she's dressed in sort of road clothes, a, a little bit old fashioned just a bit like uh, scruffy around the edges mm -hmm. and just carrying what would normally be a normal sized hammer is a little bit oversized because small. Fair. Uh, how about, uh, you know, going from there, let, let, let's go with our tiefling, uh, uh, Zan. Oh, uh, yeah, Zandikos. Well, Zan is a uh, easier way to pronounce, easier than pronouncing the whole name. Uh, is a sort of little bit short. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know what an average tiefling is, but he's sort of five eight. Um, uh, sort of a red, fairly almost blood red, a little darker than that. Uh, uh, skin, horns swept sort of up and back, um, with 
copper-colored eyes that have no iris or pupil. Mm-hmm. Um, he's wearing sort of like very loose, flowy sort of trousers and sort of uh, uh, robe sort of... I, I'm trying to, I don't know how you describe like monk clothing necessarily, but it's sort of fairly typical of that and fairly loose clothing, easy to move in. Right. Um, has a hood. Um, he's sort of... He's fairly lean... Mm-hmm. Um, little, little bit on the slender side, a fairly narrow face with a sort of a, a, a black goatee and dark hair, which is uh, fairly short. Okay, uh, and carrying a quarterstaff, or, okay. or or probably at this point, sort of watching the fray, leaning on his quarterstaff. <laughs> cool. Uh, that is by the. The, the the best possible reason to play a tiefling, for the record, is that you can play a character who doesn't have pupils. <laughs> that is absolutely the best reason. <laughs> um, and uh, how about Hydra? Hydra would probably be handsome if he knew how to carry and do carry himself um he's wearing scaled armor deep blue with a somewhat oceany aesthetic and a similarly colored cloak there's a shield on his arm with a clearly inexpert hand-painted symbol with what was probably fairly cheap quality he paint paint in just some solid it it uh top paint that makes paint not chip um there's a decent number of weapons on his belt and back including a trident currently in hand and okay. he mostly seems to be looking around not inclined to assert himself into this nonsense this makes sense um how about how 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 about our noble of the uh, of the group? Oh yes, um, Lord Ransom is uh, an average height uh, human man with um, short dark hair um, swept back, <clears throat> uh, with sort of fashionable like uh, un, you know noble clothes and um, expensive looking. Um, armor with the uh, family crest and stuff on and a cape the cape is important it's impractical but he insists on it um he's uh he has the sort of yeah in uh, that imperious expression of oh god why am i here what are you doing what's right. what is any of this <clears throat> um uh but apart from that, he, he carries, you know, various expensive-looking weapons. He has um, a, a halberd across his back, uh, a long sword at his hip. This is sort of like staff of office, I guess you'd say, mm-hmm. um, and uh, a shield on on his back. Okay. And, and finally, our wizard. Uh, Talon is also a uh, average height, uh, white male. <laughs> Uh, with a yeah, light occasion, yep. yeah. Uh, with a light brown, uh, shortish hair. Uh, he's wearing a quite loose, uh, open at the front red robe, no hood. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
under which there is a white shirt and uh, he's uh, and he's uh, carrying a quarter staff. Okay. So the the group of you sort of sort of uh, congregate here, sort of find find Zodge at the same time, and you all sort of see each other. There's probably a little bit of a knowing, like, like wait a minute, I I, I know the, the shit, or however your reaction may be in regard to that. Um, as you guys are sort of sort of sort of taking measure of the situation. Uh, Zodge and Captain Zodge and and his his mercenaries are very quickly getting control of the situation. By which we mean there are a bunch of there there are a bunch of of uh, uh, common people of the city that are getting their asses beat fairly hard at the moment. Um, Zodge is just. Waiting and is just throwing punches, throwing elbows, just trying to beat this group of people back before it gets out of control. Uh, you see one last person who sort sort of trying to trying to stand up to him, just takes a takes a forehead right to the nose and goes down with down just like a sack of potatoes. Um, well, well, he's sort of getting, you know, taking the spirit of uh, of of the fight out of the uh, the, the group. Um, you guys can see, like, a couple of the other soldiers are have grabbed a couple of couple of the people that have been knocked down, knocked unconscious, and um, are rather openly just rolling them over and going through their pockets. Um, as you guys all sort of see this, eventually Zodge sort of comes out, uh, is sort of, sort of reaches, just sort of puts his hand over to one of, one of, one of his, his people who hands him a towel that he starts wiping like, well, remnants of, remnants of commoner that got on him off of his hands. Um, and he hasn't quite noticed you guys yet. What are you all doing? If we all take a moment to think. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we were, so we were sent here to re report to this guy, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to walk on up to him. Okay. And, uh, and what, what was his name? What was I given his uh, name as? Captain Zodge. Zodge. You can actually you can roll me a history roll because you're you're you you're you're you have a level of nobility. Sure. Um, see see how much you might know about. Not much, I, Captain Zodge. Okay, so you don't, um, you don't concern yourself with 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 the the people in charge necessarily. <clears throat> Or not Do the people not. in charge, but the but the 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 city guard. Yep. Those are resources so, to be used. In that case, uh, given that I don't know much about him, I'd just walk up and be like, "Captain." Okay. Uh, really quick, everybody else, just before I get to get to addressing that, 
How are you reacting to the situation? Yeah, um, Zan sort of, he's, sort of, like I said, he's he's a, he has previously approached and was sort of just standing watching the mm-hmm. melee, and then he sees, you know, the captain is free, and he's sort of uh, puts himself together, and it's just like, all right, this is what we have to do, and uh, and walks over and uh, sees, uh, but but this, but like slightly behind, right. uh, Ransom, Ransom, cool. and uh, waits for that to him to, and sort of just tries to stand there, you know, uh, what's the word like, upright and and very like at attention, yeah. That is exactly the word. Thank you. Uh, Hydra is not necessarily approaching at the moment, um, but sort of openly watching sort of everything that's going down, potentially with a specific eye to any of those commoners like not breathing anymore. You can roll me... uh... You can roll me a. From this point, it's not. It's. I don't think it would be. It's, I think it would be perception at this point. Unless you like walk right. Natural up one. <laughs> Starting this you game off right. If, you can't tell if any of them are breathing at the moment. Hmm. They're too There's far a quick away. There's, yeah. Indraconic of. May their souls find where they go next. <laughs> and yeah. then you see one of them like sort of slowly cram but sort of roll over and start spitting up blood and you're like oh nope never mind that one's alive yeah I don't go over it anymore right, right. No, I, I'm just sort of standing watching the general vicinity waiting to be makes sense yeah um, I'm gonna keep an eye on like the pocket picking and things, just to see if anything interesting happens there. Okay. Um, there's not. It depends on your definition of interesting. I mean, these people are clearly the the the, and this is something that is not particularly unknown. Like like it's fairly well known that corruption runs rampant within the flaming within the lower ranks of the flaming fist, particularly. Like, it is not hard to bribe members. It's not cheap, but it's not hard to bribe members of the Flaming Fist. Um, They can can get away with stuff like this because they're confiscating, you know, potential contraband, like, you know, copper from uh from from people who clearly if they had to get physical they were already breaking the law anyways so it's not like people have a whole lot of recourse against it they're mostly just robbing these people blind and it's not everybody like it's not every flaming fist person and it's not every every person that was that that was knocked down not everybody was beaten unconscious um, but there is there is an, a not insignificant amount of that going on. Um, yeah, I I just think that's the more interesting part. So that's where my attention comes. Fair, that's fair, and yeah, uh, and and, and Talon, 
tell them quickly, uh, di- pretty quickly disregard the, the common rabble mm-hmm. and uh, focus on the captain. Uh, would I know if I wouldn't be able to uh, recognize captain, uh, uh, then I would uh, roll insights, but I'd like I like to roll history if I could, you but I'll roll insight. Yeah. Okay. Seventeen. Uh, okay. So you know of him, mercenary. You know a little bit of him. Um, his his full name is is Captain Darman Zodge. Um, <laughs> he is obviously captain within the Flaming Fist. Uh, and the way he handled the situation is in no way surprising to you. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. he is, he doesn't give, you know, he, he's a kind of guy that has a reputation. He doesn't give a rat's ass about, uh, about the people of the city. Mm-hmm. That said, he does care about keeping order and the well-being of his of his crew. Okay. So you were looking at this situation and instantly you're like, okay, yeah, they were getting a little bit rowdy. That situation could have gotten out of hand. So he just curb stomped it out before it had the opportunity to do mm-hmm. so and potentially get much worse. It's not He just nice... simply took the initiative in the fight. Yes. <clears throat> it's not the nicest way to stop things by any stretch of the imagination. Oh, oh, but, but oh, but that, that, it's that effective. that's I, I don't think the cap uh, I think Talon and Captain the Captain both agree that who cares yeah. about being nice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um he is uh, uh he's moderately he's not like incredibly high up um in 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 the flaming fist but i mean he's made it to captain um he is one of the people who's a little bit more due to uh, uh grand duke ravenguard being gone and of uh, um a general the general chaos of the city, he has gotten a little bit more importance as of late. It's not like, mm. it's not the cushiest amount of importance because he's in charge of keeping order within the city, which has become very yeah. hard. But he, yeah, is, he is somebody that you don't want to cross at the very least because he mm. has a certain amount of power. Um, so yeah, so uh, 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 Lord Ransom you and and um, uh, Zan, Zan uh, uh, approach, and, and Zod finally looks over at you guys. Uh, oh, I'm gonna guess that you are the adventurers that are being brought to me. That would appear to be the case. Yes. Perfect. Zan will nod. Zan will nod standing behind. Slightly to the behind, yep. Lord Ranson. Um, and he 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 finishes sort of wrap, uh, uh, cleaning off his hands of of well, let let's be honest, citizenry blood. Um, and, and sort of sort of tosses the towel off the side because it's ruined at this point, anyways. Um, it was good, good. Um. So, uh, uh, come walk with me a little bit. 
at least get out of this fucking situation. Um, Good idea. And he start, yeah, he starts walking. You see, uh, the majority of the mercenary, the majority of the flaming fist, <clears throat> stay here, and and because those were not the only people trying to leave the city. Those were just the ones that got unruly. Nobody else is being unruly at the moment. Go figure. Funny that. Yeah. Funny that. Uh, uh, but but uh, Zod, as, as he starts walking, you see uh, six of his people uh, uh, are walking with him. Um, and you guys just sort of, sort of like, like essentially walk across the street. Um, and, and he looks back over at us like, all right, so this whole refugee crisis thing, uh, it's stoking a lot of fears that Baldur's Gate might suffer the same fate as Elturel. Um, of which in case you don't know, Nothing remains of the city but a hole in the ground, apparently. Oh, well. Zen, Zen will raise hmm. an eyebrow at that. Yeah, and to make matters worse, uh, our, our Grand Duke, Elder Ravenguard, was visiting Elturel on a diplomatic city when a mission when the city was destroyed. Now, if you uh, ask me, I don't think that's a coincidence. But you th- they wanted him dead. I think that the t- it's it's conceivable. I mean, it's certainly it's too co- it, it's way too convenient for my sake. It maybe it was somebody who wanted Elturel gone too, or I don't know. What I do know is that so there's a group of the the Knights of Elturgard. They call themselves Hell Riders. And a few of them f- escape the destruction and somehow think we're to blame for Elturel's downfall because the Duke had gone there, etc., etc. Just it, it's a bunch of self righteous nonsense. Uh, we're arresting them on sight. However, that's left us shorthanded to deal with another problem. And for that, I need your help. Of course, you do. What's the problem? So, as I'm sure you're aware, uh, Baldur's Gate, we we've long been just just plagued with this. The Dead Three, their followers: Bane, Merkel, Ball. I thought we'd wiped them out, but apparently that's not the case. Uh, and they're taking advantage of the crisis to commit, if you can believe it, murder sprees throughout the city. So I can believe it. I, I, I imagine you can. It's sort of what they do. Mm. But now they're doing it openly. Like, there was an amount... Uh, like I said, I thought we'd wipe them out. But, like, one or two sitting around who... We'd catch them as they came in. Uh, you know, if they kill someone, we'd hunt them down, etc. It'd be handled. Sprees in the city—that's a problem. I'm not. I, and we're 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 too strapped to handle it. Mm. So, congratulations! 
you're all my appointed deputies in this matter. Um, what measure of authority does that grant us? Well, that gives you license to kill them on sight. Oh, good. And he he just sort of reaches over again, like like he did with the and one of one of the one of the uh, one of his his soldiers, this sort of big beefy guy. He was the guy that handed over the towel earlier. Uh, just reaches over with like sort of a handful of of badges. He grabs them and starts handing them out to you. Um, and they are the Flaming Fist badge. Um, I need you to find their lair, wipe it out. Eliminate everybody, anyone who gets in your way. Don't worry about any collateral damage. I would like to bite the badge to see if it's real. Okay. (laughs) This is the first time this has ever happened to me in any role-playing game ever, and no one has said we don't need no stinking badges. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, you know what? You can roll me, just because I think it's funny to roll dice for this. Uh, You can roll me. I'm going to make it like an... Strength check. No, I was going to make it like an appraising roll or something like that. I will make it a perception roll. <sighs> so it is, it is, it is, it, it, it's not gold. It's not any precious metal, um, but it is good, solid, like sturdy metal. It's not some chintzy little badge. <laughs> It might deflect an arrow if it was to hit exactly right. If it was to hit exactly <laughs> the right spot. And I mean, I'm sure it tastes lovely. Oh, it tastes amazing. <laughs> it's been in so, it's been in some sweaty soldier's pocket, right some next pocket. to a bloody <laughs> bloody uh, towel. Mm. Yeah, so it tastes really of iron right now. Oh yeah. Oh yep. Would Talon know what the uh, if there is a any sort of compensation or award for this deputization projects? Uh, it's not normally a thing. You can roll me a history roll, I suppose. Okay. Uh, what would I potentially know about this? Discretion. Given my oh, sorry. Go yeah. ahead. I'll go ahead and roll a history roll as well. Okay. Same. You don't need that. You don't need that much. It's not that difficult. Um, discretionary. Mm-hmm. Can you be okay. compensated? Absolutely. <clears throat> is mm-hmm. is he required to compensate you? No. In fact, mm-hmm. the flaming fist have the have the legal right to press anybody in the city into their service, and can execute people if they say no. Okay. Okay, so you're lucky, uh, Captain Zodge will appreciate the uh, work. <laughs> yeah. Um. Good. Now, if you do what I say, I'll see that each of you receive 200 gold pieces in addition to my gratitude, which, frankly, I consider to be worth considerably more. 
Of course it is, Dallin will say. <laughs> so a few blocks from the Basilisk Gate here is Elfsong Tavern. There's a spy there named Tarina that hangs out, gathering rumors for the guild. She owes me a favor. Tell her you work for me and ask her what she knows about the Dead Three. And please, for the love of Baldurin, be nice. She has some dangerous friends. Understood. What? <laughs> Don't uh, worry about it. <clears throat> he leans over. Does she, did, did, does she not speak common? No, she does. I will leave it to you to explain things then. I mean, I, I heard you. I just I stopped listening. <laughs> Oh, yes. I am so on board for that. Um, I'm really envious you have a supportive GM for your American accent. I mean, it couldn't be any worse than my Australian accent, so... (laughs) Fair. Yeah, I'm 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 gonna let you ransom. You seem to be a pretty pretty pretty. I'll let you handle uh, just ways in general and clips <laughs> direction. That um, if you'll excuse me, I have some things to go take care of. You've got your orders. Sooner we get sooner sooner we get death cultists off the off the city streets the better Zan, Zan will give him a very casual salute so does Helen. start walking in the direction of this place yep I, I don't salute I just sort of draw myself upright and then turn around and walk away fair mm-hmm. there's yeah. probably there's a semi formal gesture from uh Hydra that reads as familiar with mercenary. Makes sense. Yeah. So, um, you guys, is, is there anything you want to do before heading to the tavern? I mean, immediately after leaving that building, Flim's going to turn the wrong way. Okay. No, no, it's this way. What? Oh yeah, oh, it's, I'm used to a different way of walking. Okay, just gives you such a look that's just like, like you're so far below anyone else he's ever met. This is canonically what gnomes sound like from now on. <laughs> I is what some gnomes you, sound like. Are you trying sure. to get Jeremy back for Halistra? <laughs> Well, hell. Yes and no. <laughs> but yes. I mean, that, that that's absolutely fair. I will simply point out that there are many nations in Faerun, and Flimp can come from any number of places. I mean, I did specifically make a place just for this yes. because I didn't want to come from yes, an established place. Yes, you did. 
Um, all right, so you guys... Which is also fun to say. Yeah. So you are making your way to the Elsung Tavern. And the Elsung Tavern... Ta- ah! Words! The Elfsong Tavern is really almost sort of a straight shot down down the main road. Or one of the main roads. Uh, breaking off from the Basilisk Gate. The, the road sort of goes down a bit, sort of curves off to off to the right if you're walking it away from the gate. Um, and you pass by various spots of uh, uh, Lower City, um, which Lower City is exactly what it sounds like. It is not the not, not exactly the nicest part of of, of Baldur's Gate. It's uh, an area of a lot of conjoined buildings, uh, uh, slate roofs, uh, uh, narrow cobblestone streets, uh, uh, bridges, buttresses. It's very crowded area, where as opposed to obviously upper cities, a little bit more spread, a little bit more room to breathe. Uh, much of the city. It's actually lower city. Um, and the upper city is actually walled off from the rest of the city. Uh, and you have to you have to get special access to even enter upper city. Uh, but you make your way past like uh, you know a few shops, uh, a bunch of warehouses, a couple taverns, um, before you eventually come up to what is what what is actually fairly well known as the Elf Song Tavern. Um, uh, um, and there is actually map so you can have a visual reference of what this place looks like yay yay maps um is this also supposed to be a place for a dark vision <laughs> oh is there no not global illumination on this oh no that's right. Not a problem. I did turn, that's right i turned global illumination off on this because oh. i was trying to test the test it there you go oh, no i do have a token there we go oh. cool um, because as, so as the DM in roll 20, it's really hard to see what, what you can and can't see. Fair, fair. And, and there is dynamic lighting in here, obviously. So, cool. um, but yeah, as you guys approach Elsung Tavern, Elsung Tavern is a fairly, it's a, it, it's not what I would call one of the nicest city, uh, uh taverns. In the city, I mean, it's it's in lower city, so clearly it's not. Um, but it is. Uh, it's not the worst. It's not like a complete dive bar kind of situation. As you as you guys approach it, um, uh, outside, you see just sort of sitting on. See on a stool, you know, it, it, it's t- 
to to add to sort of the situation in, in, in terms of this in terms of the dingy sort of grimy part it's just now starting to rain a little bit it was misting before and now it's actually starting to come down as light rain and you see see now this fairly miserable looking uh uh, uh female half half or, or half ogre um sort of sitting on a stool, fairly well uh uh well reinforced but still creaking a little bit because you know half over uh a, a stool just watching you guys as you uh, as you all come up um and sort of gives you a, a, a look over, but unless any of you are do anything in particular to provoke, I say that knowing that that might happen because I have D I have DM'd for this group before. As long as nobody does it, she just sort of grunts and lets you guys pass. I'll just give her give her yeah. a nod and walk in. Okay. Uh, and you guys make your way in to... There we go. Make your way in, yeah, to the establishment. As you guys walk in, so this is a, a decently sized... It's actually it's a two-story building. Um, as you guys walk into the ground floor, you see... Obviously, there's there's a fair number uh, of people drinking. It is probably late morning, so it's right when it's right when uh, a heavy amount of the citizenry goes to visit the bar. Because when's a good time to visit the bar? Before noon. Um, you guys walk in and you pass by. A, uh, a a suit of armor that's positioned in the in uh, in sort of the corner opposite uh, uh, the half ogre. You guys walk by suit of armor. See the, the 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 helm sort of move a little bit as it's watching you guys all walk in. There's nobody in it. Uh, inside, everybody is sort of just just. See other times, like they all sort of look up when a large group comes in. Um, uh, everybody pretty much like looks back down to their drinks or goes back to their their conversation. Uh, behind the bar, you see sort of an older half elf, uh, which you know, older half elf means pretty old. Um, He's old enough so that, like, his age is starting to show a little bit. Uh, like, like, in terms of, like, the hair is going a little bit gray. He definitely has a, uh, some lines in his face. Um, and he's he, he was sort of sitting back at the bar, just sort of, like, hand on... Uh, elbow resting on the bar, like, hand chin resting on his hand. When he sees a group come in, he sort of stands up and straightens up a little bit. Uh, sort of wipes his hands off. 
one who waits for you guys. If you're going to come up or start looking around or what is it that you are going to do? Um, so I, I'll approach the bar at the very least. Uh, howdy. Fuck me up. All right, what do you want to get fucked up with? He said, sort of. He, he he actually gets a little bit of it, like, he looked a little bit taken aback by that, but he grins. I don't care, just fuck me up. All right, well, we've got, uh, I've got about a, a few options for you. We've got, you know, you know ale. We've got... Strong ale, and we've got weak ale. So if you want to get fucked up, he goes and pour, pour, pours out pours out a strong one for you. Man, Copper. I don't care. Just get with the up fucking. Sets it down. <laughs> looks back towards the. Are your friends going to be joining? Uh, I'm paying for. Them. Fair enough. He sort of looks back to the rest of you. We're sort of, it's almost like a casual, like, you could be here to, 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 to drink there. You could be here for just a place to sit and talk and get out of the rain. He doesn't look overly concerned either way. Give us a look around the, I'll just look around the room, see who's around, see if we can spot the person. Just, I don't suppose I am aware of who this person that we're supposed to meet is. All you got, uh, no, not for okay. this one. All you got from, all you got from, from, uh, uh, Captain Zodge is that, uh, uh, the name is Tarina and that they're a spy of some kind. And I believe he had said she. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, th- I think so. But I will okay. look to the bar person and say, I don't think you have the vintage I'm looking for. If you're asking about vintage, I don't. Mm, yes. I mean, unless that vintage is <laughs> brewed within the past month. No. Yeah. So um, I, I don't know how far into my drink I am at this point, but as I assume far some. as you want to be, are you chugging it? I'm going for it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so you can be probably you could probably have gotten like a good halfway through it by at this point. I mean, there's. Due to your size, there's only so much of a full, a full, because he gave you a full, uh, a, 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 a full-sized person's. He doesn't do like, 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 like gnome halfling-sized mugs. I like this guy. <laughs> I mean, if he does that, he has to charge less because it's less quantity. Um. May I see your problem? Why don't you just package it like they package things for girls? <laughs> Less for more. I I maintain that 
the more chocolate would be more fun, not fun size. <laughs> I'll I'll walk up to the bar and sort okay. of stand. He'll stand, just sort of politely, and Can I wait. Get you something. Uh, we're looking for a person. There's a lot of people here. We're looking for a particular person. Okay. Do you know uh, what was her name? Laverna? No, that doesn't sound right. Tarina. Uh, Tarina. Tarina. Laverna. I Tarina. I don't know where. I don't know where I was getting it from. Shirley. <laughs> we're already messing up the names, and there aren't even two people with this nearly the same no, name. No, no. Yep. Um. Tarina, he sort of frowns a little bit. Uh, yeah, she is upstairs, I think. Thank you. Just yep. Nod his head and head towards the stairs. No drinks then. All right. All right. So you start making your way up. Uh, is anybody going with? I would yeah. follow, but like during sort of that series of exchanges leading up to people going somewhere was just trying to with some eye towards like is anyone paying particular attention could anyone be our contact looking around the okay uh go ahead and roll me a i will make this a perception roll okay 18 so you yeah you you sort of look around and um There are definitely people looking at you because you're the your group is the most interesting thing to have walked into this in the bar currently, both because you're new arrivals. And one of us was asking about vintage. You're a very unusual group in terms of like from Lord Ransom to Flimp <laughs> in terms of like yeah. Um mm-hmm. and you walked up to the bar and one of you asked for asked about somebody. But yeah. none of them looks like like nobody specifically looks over when they see when when they hear the, asking about Tarina. Um <laughs> there is nothing to indicate that the person is down here. Okay. Well, yeah, I'll wander up okay. with you two are heading up. Uh, Talon would have, uh, during the exchange, Talon would, would have been curious about the armor and uh, probably drove here an Arcana roll. Okay. Yep. Go ahead and roll Arcana. 12. Okay. So you walk up to it. And so the armor is there. It has a sign hanging around its neck. Oh. That just says on it, Clank. K L A N K. Okay. <clears throat> and you walk up to it, and and it sort of tracks you like 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 the 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 helm sort of tracks you. Again, there's nothing in sight, but where you imagine the eyes would be, the best you can tell, clearly it's some kind of magically animated armor. Yeah. It okay. seems to be it seems to be along with the half ogre outside basically the bouncers for the place. Yeah. Which should be fair okay. is a pretty good bouncing set. Hmm. 
I, yep. I, an armor that you can't punch out and a half ogre. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Tell them what they follow up the stairs. Yeah. So, okay. So you guys are heading up. Uh, Ransom Flimp, are you guys going with? Yep. I'm assuming up is probably elsewhere on the map. Yes. But no, I'm drinking. You're, you're drinking? I thought that might be the case. The rest What's the saying? Always split the party? Always split the party. <laughs> That's a new record for us. No, the saying is there is inevitably a drunk. And Jeremy's GMing. <laughs> You're not wrong. Um oh I just grabbed I just grabbed a pay, a bar patron with you guys. Um <laughs> All right, so yes, so you guys make your way up the stairs, up to 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 the second floor. Um, have to figure. Oh, there we go. Um, and so the second floor up here is essentially it, it, it's a it's a dining room area. Uh, there are lanterns hanging from the rafters. Uh, unlike like downstairs, you saw a lot of windows. There are no windows in this particular room. Uh, there are rugs across the floor. Um, you see a bunch of individuals uh, 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 sitting at tables. Uh, some of them are playing a, a, a dice game that is particularly popular within Baldur's Gate called Baldur's Bones. Um, which is basically dice version of Blackjack. Um, the group as a whole, so you see um, uh, uh, over... Over, sort of uh, on his own, uh, on a couch over here, is this sort of, uh, probably in his early 40s, uh, 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 a human male, um, uh, and, and he's paying particularly close attention to the game that's going on at the, the, the Baldur's Bones round that's being played at this table. Uh, he's dressed in sort of sort of nicer clothing a little bit. Um, at this table here, there is uh, uh, the one closest to you. There is uh, uh, a human who across the table from where you are Looks like he's had a pretty hard life. Um, he looks a little bit uh, 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 slow to react to things. Uh, he he is very invested in the game. He notably has no eyebrows. Hmm. Um, there is, uh, 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 at the long end of the table, there is a half-orc. Um who is currently in currently has the dice and is 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 has sort of 
just about to just about to roll them. Um, there is a, a, a woman positioned closest to you guys at the table. Um, there's a halfling down uh, uh, down at a couch opposite from the room from you. Um, she is sitting there with. It's almost it's almost sort of a mirror of what's going on downstairs because she has a very human-sized mug of something, and she looks a little bit, uh, probably a little bit toasted. Uh, she's dressed in, in sort of a multicolored sort of sort of almost glittery cape, um, and just seems to have that good buzz on. Um, and, and then at the far table, there is there, there's a halfling over here who's just sort of keeping an eye on sort of the entire room, sort of flipping a coin as he does so. And then uh, a, a, a human younger man, uh, uh, busy writing in a book. And that is everybody you see in this room. Given that I'm not in front this time, I'm going to wait for uh, someone else to do something. Legit. I think um, the one in front was uh, Zan. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So you said, sorry, just to just to clarify, the person closest to us is a human woman. Despite what the token looks like. Okay. I did. I was going to ask, maybe it was a dwarven woman. No. Sometimes have beards. That is a particular token for a particular type of NPC. Okay. No, that's fine. I just want a particular staff block. And this one they did not give. They didn't give anything in here for the most part. Yeah, no, that's. Actually, they didn't give anybody in here their own tokens. (laughs) No, that's fine. I just wanted to make sure that wasn't a. Uh, mistake so it is worth something. mentioning that directly behind you guys is a door. In terms oh. of who would have been in front, wouldn't it have been the person who went up the stairs first? Yes, which was which was yes. Zan, then you, I I believe, and then probably Talon and Ransom behind. Mm. So you say there's a door behind us? There's a door directly behind you guys from where you walked up the stairs. Right here. Okay. Just worth mentioning. There's also uh, it, there's all, there's several doors from this room. You're guessing they are to private rooms. This is an inn as well as a right. tavern. Uh, there doesn't. I looking around. There doesn't seem to be any staff up here or no, anywhere I can identify currently. as stuff. Okay. Um. I'll I will walk up to the nearest person, which okay. in this case is the human woman. Yep. Um. She looks and, over uh, her shoulder at, she, at, at she's you. She's not playing. I don't want to interrupt her if she's taking her turn. She's not taking her the... turn currently. Okay. It is it is the half orc who who is in the be- okay. in the middle of rolling. Then I will I will say I will I will say in a low voice. Uh, <laughs> excuse me, and I've forgotten her name. I've forgotten the name of the person we're looking for again. Um, we're looking for Tarina. Person Tarina. Do you know her? She looks over her shoulder at you, and her when you say that, her brows very quickly furrow, 
Um, and and well, you are in luck, though I may not be. He looks you over just out of curiosity. Mm-hmm. Is any uh, are are any of the people who are upstairs currently? Where did you put your badges? Oh, I put mine away. Like okay. it's in my robes. I'm not. Is anybody it. openly wearing one? Here's here's mm. my sort of related question. Given I have some mercenary experience, would like wearing it openly or putting it away be the thing that doesn't get you executed when you get drafted by the silver hand to do some errands? Ne- neither like the badges your badge. It's yeah. it, 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 it it's useful to have it up. You know that being seen with that badge gives you power mm-hmm. because you you are you are part of the city guard at that okay. point. And like he said, like, like like Zod said, you have you basically have carte blanche to kill all the cultists and eliminate anything that gets in your way. But he also said we were going to meet with someone who is a spy and informed. killed and had powerful friends. If it was, if it wouldn't have gotten me in trouble, it'd probably be away somewhere okay. where I could really grab it. Fair enough. Yeah, I don't think I'm wearing mine. Neither is Talon. Okay, cool. So, yeah. Uh, so, so you're in luck. I may not be your founder. Uh, Who are Zodge, you? Zodge sent us. He says you might have some oh, information. God damn it. Watching right. the rest of the room during this. And she looks over at, 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 the, at the other two people at the table. Um, all right. Scraldal, scraldar, ah, scraldar wall. Table's mine now. Go somewhere else. And the human sort of gets up, sort of weaving a little bit. You get the sense that he's a little bit... He's probably been in one too many fights in his life and has that sort of punch-drunk sort of sort of uh, 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 state of mind to him. He's uh, like, aye, aye, turns around, walks two feet and drops down onto a stool over there. While the 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 the, the half work gives, gives Trina sort of a glare, grabs the dice very like very specifically, like very deliberately, grabs the dice like these are mine now, and stands up and walks over to the other table as well. Um and Trina sort of moves down a little bit to make room for you guys. Like, by all means. Yep, Dunn's coming over to take a seat. Yep. Actually, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll sit down and wave at the others if they're not if they're not. Um, oh yeah, I'll definitely go over. sit down. Okay. 
yeah, you guys go to take a seat. And while that's going on, downstairs, um, uh, 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 Flimp, are you engaging in conversation? Are you just drinking? I mean, I'm mostly just drinking, but I am using that as an excuse to sort of listen in if anyone else is talking. Okay, go ahead and roll me a perception roll. Not bad. 15. Um, So, while you're... There is a, I mean, there's a little bit of conversation going on back and forth. Um, uh, mostly, mostly what you hear is people are talking about uh, about the the current major situation, uh, the rumors from El Turil and and how everybody sort of flooded into Baldur's Gate. Um, uh, you hear a couple couple sort of rumors. You hear that um, uh, 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 somebody th- believes that the refugees are just advanced scouts for an army that is going to attack the city at some point, um, and that this whole Eltural thing is a scam. It's a hoax. It's not real. They've captured our. They've captured the duke. He's probably dead by now, head on a pike somewhere. Um, uh, and that's that's sort of coming from 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 this table over here nearest the stairs, right near you. You hear these these three people sitting there are currently speculating since the since the Grand Duke is out of the way, who's gonna be next? And one of them's like, well, my money's on Thalamprovatanthemper. I mean, she was practically born in the sewers, and she's more vicious than what you can find in the sewers. So I'm pretty sure she'll be able to she'll be able to rip her way through everybody else to get that spot. Obviously, that last name is somebody that you are familiar with. Hmm. Hmm. So as you are sitting there and as you guys are upstairs, um, you guys start to hear uh, uh, this sort of ghostly voice song. So there's a reason the Elf Song Tavern is called the Elf Song Tavern. There is an elven spirit that haunts the place. And and will, on occasion, like you know, throughout the throughout throughout the day, um, tends to tends to sing of uh, uh, her long lost lover. You guys have probably, if you're if you're nays, you've probably been or at least heard of it before and heard her heard of 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 the spirit having done so. This time, it's a little... The, the, the song is different. I am not going to curse you with my singing voice. 
I will go ahead and recite, and there is even a handout for this, so you will have these words. So it's not in uh, Elvish? It, uh, that is an important point. So sing along. <laughs> Who understands Elvin? No. no. I don't see any Holy shit, raised. this is the first, literally and... the first party I think I've ever <laughs> been in where nobody speaks Elvish. That's okay. There are still words that you make out. I, am I drunk enough to pretend that I do? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. But you do hear in the whole thing, you hear where you hear the word El Turel several times. <sighs> you hear and it's sort of it's one of those um uh uh, uh sort of folksy sort of sort of uh uh lamentation songs um the kind of thing that you would hear in a tolkien story sung by the elves um so you hear that you hear the word very distinctly alteral several times you do alteral is, is the, the name city. of that That's city? city okay yep you do hear the the term hell riders mentioned once Mm. Um, hmm. And the rest of it's all the, the rest of it's all elvish to you. <laughs> I like that it's almost assumed someone took Elvin until it didn't happen. I mean, I certainly assumed somebody took Elvin. <laughs> no, just not a bad assumption. No, no, not at all. Um, yeah, and. Uh, you all do notice because these are a lot of regulars who are in here. Everybody looks a little bit surprised because it's definitely not the song that's sung normally. And as that song sort of drifts off, that is where we will call this first session before you guys get too far into your conversation with Tarina. So say good night, everybody. Alright. Goodbye. Bye. Hello?